Hello and welcome to Crass, the podcast where we talk about health and safety. I'm Paul Austin. And I'm George Walsh. Right, back again. Yep. <laughs> health and sa- <laughs> When have we discussed health and safety? Well, I just thought, because like, I've been doing that kind of thing, like yeah. where we talk about X and Y. I just thought we could ha- do that, because it's, you know, with all that stuff with Big Ben and that. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, obviously this won't go out for like a month or so, probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point where we're recording, there's a big fracas with Big Ben not ringing for four years. That yeah. might be sorted by the time. By the time it's out. finished editing, yeah. <laughs> and Daniel Craig's Bond film will have come out and that'll all be finished as well. We might all be dead. <laughs> so, whatever. So Right. Anyway, as always, George. Yep. Sorry, you were going to say something then. That was quite No, I was just going to introduce the same thing you're going to so i'll let you do it okay yeah as always uh, i like to ask you a question mm-hmm. so uh oh actually tell you what though actually i've got a bit of admin to do from last time first okay uh last week during my uh lonely heart story you wanted well it's not a story it's true <laughs> <laughs> you're revealing the secrets of the show <laughs> you wanted to know uh which famous gnomes they were selling in wilco <laughs> Yes, I remember now, yeah. <laughs> so I went in and I had a look and I wrote them all down. Uh, I didn't, they didn't have all of them, actually. They'd sold out of a few. But they did have a Smurf. Didn't know which one. It's one with glasses. Right. Uh, Gnomeo from Gnomeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the Laughing Gnome, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. Gary Coleman from Different Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh. strictly a gnome, no. but... It's a fitting anyway. tribute, though, to a tragic, <laughs> tragic life that was lost. So, Poor Gary Cole. Yeah. Anyway, the question. Sorry about that. That's okay. What's your favourite fudge? <laughs> the thing is, I do have an answer for this. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's And again, I, I do fear the product placement, but we're not being sponsored um, by Thornton's. But if we were, it'd be great. Um, uh, Thornton's chocolate-covered fudge. Is oh. the best fudge. That's my interesting. Answer. Followed by genuine Cornish uh, clotted cream fudge. But you actually prefer the fake Thornton's I variety. I do. Yeah, it's just it tastes much better. Fake fudge, sad. <laughs> it's been six months since my last piece of fudge as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> as you know, I'm on a health kick, or I'm mm. trying to. But yeah, you've um, been to the gym, haven't you? A couple of times, not. Not with any sort of degree of success. Did you not want to talk about that? Well, I was trying to um, look up something, actually. I was given some Mm. Blackpool Rock as a gift because I'm five. (laughs) But it didn't say how many calories were in it. And, of course, I'm trying to count those and keep an eye on everything. And so I googled how many calories in rock. Right. And it told me how many calories Dwayne the Rock Johnson consumes per day so <laughs> am i supposed to guess how many well yeah there we go let's turn it into the prices let's right turn it into a game how many calories does he eat in a day um to maintain his physique 500 oh no i suppose you need a lot of calories don't do you yeah. need a lot of ca- i don't know anything the, about the health sort of minimum recommended amount is 1200 oh, oh that's way off then and the maximum is about 2000 so do you, you need a lot? Do you need a lot of calories to sort of build up muscle? Yeah, I'm fairly sure you do. Yeah, so five thousand. Yeah, exactly. Five thousand calories. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm the king. 
Do another one. Ask me another one. <laughs> well, it's the equivalent of approximately seven meals a day. Wow. Um, he apparently used to eat about eight pounds worth of cod per day as well. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's about how much I eat. <laughs> Why don't I look like Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> so many answers to that question. Well, let's not go into them, shall we? I, I still don't know rude. how many calories are in Blackpool Rock, but I know how many are in The Rock himself. So, <laughs> Well, if you ate Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in one oh, week, I could eat one Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> kind of the end of this bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, though. Well done. It's not, I don't like any fudge. No. Right, why not? Have you not got the, the fudge bug? No. Far from it. I've got, um, I don't know what I was going to, I don't know what to say there. Man, this is falling apart already. Third podcast team, we've already fucked it. I've got an idea for a new feature, though. Yeah? Right. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat something. This kind of comes back to the calorie thing as well, so it all seems yeah. planned. The threads are all coming together. I'm going to eat something, and you've got to guess what it is from the sound. <laughs> This is fun. This is a game that they can join in at at home. Yeah, you can email in for this one if you like. <laughs> well, no, you can't because I'm going to reveal what it is in the show. Oh, okay. No, don't bother emailing then. Oh, uh... <laughs> you emailing other things? Yeah. What's the email again? Crasspodcast at gmail dot com. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat something, and just from the sound of the the crunch in my mouth, you gotta guess what it is. Right. What's that made-up thing that people have? That made-up disorder where like people like, oh, I've got a mental illness because I don't like hearing people eat loud. I, I have no idea. What Do you know, I have to see that all I've, the time. I know there are people who, who if you're out in a restaurant and someone at another table is sort of slurping the soup or something like that, that would annoy me. But I don't. It's not a phobia. It's just no. It's, it's probably, apparently it is like a kind of phobia. Okay. I mean, it's, it's to grow up as well. So grow up. <laughs> Right, so I'm opening the packet now, okay? Right. So, you got any ideas of what it might be just from the packet opening? Uh, Twix. Nope, mm. quite far off there. Right, the packet is now open. Any ideas about <laughs> what that might be? No? No. Right, I'm no reaching idea. in. Okay, I've got one in my hand now. Okay. I'm going to bite it, I'm going to chew it, okay? Okay. Quaver? Close. Mm. I'll give you one more guess. Okay. I thought you were going to chew on, another one. To... No. Oh, all right, okay. I'll do it quickly, though. Go on, man. Uh, I have no idea. I've no... Pringles. I don't know. No. no. Right, well, dude, Pringle. Does that sound like a Pringle packet? No, but the crunch sounded like a short, right. snappy sort of Pringle crunch as opposed to a... I can reveal. ...more modest crisp. I'm going to reveal it now. Go on. They are Snacktastic Monster Claws. Pickled onion flavour. So, so, cheap monster munch. What cheap monster munch, right, right, from Aldi. They're pretty good. I'm sure, I'm sure they are. I don't like monster munch anyway, though, so... No, yeah. no, These have got like a kind of um, they're more, they're more pickled oniony than regular Monster Munch. Yeah, they've got like a sort of sharpness about them. Just having another mm. one. Oh, mm. 
Mmm, delicious. Right, so it's round about this time that I ask you... What are you doing? To, uh, is not... that where we're ending that feature? <laughs> you're just, just going to move on? Well, I can, I can, all I can hear is you crunching away on cheap monster munch, so I didn't know it was... You Finish your feature. Go no, it's fine. You no, go, no, 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 no. It's fine. Finish the feature. So, monster claws. Right, you can, go, you can move on now. Right, okay. It's round about this time each week where I ask you, Paul, to tell mm -hmm. me what you've been watching this week. Hey, I think we should have a little jingle for that. <laughs> Get to, um, it's a shame not to have a jingle. Yeah, especially one that doesn't include the uh, the chocolate-voiced sex machine slaphead that is Telly Savalas. He loves you, honey. <laughs> he loves you, Bonnie. Oh. I said honey, but... Oh, honey. Right, who? I actually, do you know? I prepared something this week. Actually, I, I actually sat down and watched telly, just because I knew you that knew you were going to ask me to yeah. to do some work for this. <laughs> so what I've been watching, and it started off just as like, oh, I've got to do this because of George's crap feature. Well, we can scrap it if it's that much of a. But an no, it's fine. I'm doing it. I'm into it now. Right, I'm into it now. Don't worry. Don't get all upset. Right. Uh, so I watched a program called Dinner Date. Oh God. You ever heard of Dinner Date? I've, I've, I'm aware of, of the basics of Dinner Date. Sort of like, come dine oh, with me. Oh, fucking hell, it's but great. But not quite. I would re it's better than any sort of big drama that's on now, like Taboo Alley or whatever. Taboo Alley? What's that show called? Taboo Alley? Taboo Alley? What do you want to... <laughs> it's got Tom Hardy in it. No, I've no idea. No. Oh, well, whatever. Anyway, Dinner Date. So basically the whole premise of the show is you go, there's this woman or a bloke, and she goes, she, he goes on a date with three people. Oh, it's a complicated show to explain, actually. She goes on a date with three people who've all prepared menus, right? And she picks which menu she wants out of, like, eight menus or whatever. And they all cook her something and they go on, like, a date at their houses. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm aware of it, basically. But anyway, it's great because they all are so shit. They're all not just at cooking, just like at dating and like interacting. Yeah. And I, I'm not perfect, as you know, George. I'm not great at like I'm not great with women. But like I, I thought I could I could blow these guys out of the water. So I, this is the point where I ask, what would your uh, menu be? Right. Do for starter, I do snacktastic uh, <laughs> monster claws in a bowl. <laughs> Maybe with a few other things like uh, Watsits and like Pringles and that. Maybe with a few sticks of celery if they're a vegetarian. Yeah. That sort of thing for a starter. Main, it's got to be soup. Some kind of soup. I haven't prepared a menu, or I haven't prepared a menu. But I've got. But you're right, though. I've got to think about this. Mm. Because I have actually applied to be on dinner date. So, obviously, I haven't heard back from them yet, but. Hopefully, they'll have me. A nation, if not a planet, awaits with bated breath for your television debut on Dinner Dunk. Thank you. This is shit, isn't it, this? <laughs> <laughs> Dinner Day, anyway, that was what I watched on telly this week. Right. Well, interestingly enough, I watched something new on, 
on telly this week. Oh. But I'm going to preface it with something else. Um, <laughs> do you recognise this piece of music? That's good. I, I, I don't recognise it, but I think that maybe should be the new theme to our podcast. Well, I'm, I'm afraid it's it's taken, unfortunately. Uh, but... Oh, is it? Yeah. Do tell me, George. But who is I, it taken by? Well, I was caught off guard with this piece of music the other day. I, I, I was... Um... <laughs> God, this is such a tragic thing to admit. I was on a playlist on YouTube of British television theme tunes. <laughs> That's all right. Don't ask why. I just was. But <laughs> this one came up, and I sort of wasn't paying attention to what had come up on the screen or anything like that. I was just listening, and I thought, oh, I really like this. And, and the, the, a bit of... I experienced a little bit of music snobbery, I'll be honest. Because I heard this, and I thought, oh, I love it. It's got it's got hints of Jeff Wayne about it, you know, War of the Worlds. I, I did think that. And then I looked at the screen and discovered that it is the theme tune, or was the theme tune, to Noel's house party. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately despised it. <laughs> but this Damn. does bring me on to uh, telling you what I watched this week. <laughs> Is that your version? <laughs> telling Just adding the ink. <laughs> no, that worked. That does work, though. I... <laughs> I watched the, the brand new uh, Noel Edmonds vehicle, Cheap, 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 which is on Channel 4. Are right. you aware of this programme? I'm, I'm vaguely aware, but I did not watch it. Fucking hell. It is, it is <laughs> possibly the worst thing to ever have been put on television uh, after Ben Elton's The Right Way, which I still think is worse. But it's uh, cheap. Cheap, cheap is is the key phrase here as well because the production values are terrible. Um, <laughs> it looked weird. It looked, I did see a screenshot from it, and it looked like they'd sort of set up like a weird shop set, but yeah. like the walls were all like sort of warehouse walls. Yes. Well, what, what's what's the deal with that? Well, what it is, it's basically a game show, um, mm -hmm. in which contestants are presented with three similar items. And they have to identify which is the cheapest. Okay. It, seriously, this is spun out to an hour a day. <laughs> it's probably on now whilst we're recording this. <laughs> so you have contestants. They've got three items in front of them. I don't know. You know, you might have Quaker oats, Scots porridge oats, and ready brack, and you've got to pick the is cheapest. That, is that honestly the sort of items they have? They're not like interesting sort of quality oh, it, items. It varies. Sometimes it's you know it's. It might be onesies, or it might be mobile phones, it might be takeaway pizzas, but it's generally mundane right. sort of stuff. Fucking hell. Right. But it gets worse. So, obviously, the more you get right, the more money you earn, and you could win up to, I think it's £25,000, which is not ridiculous. Bad, it's ridiculous that there's about 10 products you've got to identify before you get to that point. So the idea that you'd be on the show for long enough to pick the 10 cheapest that it's it's rubbish but not only is it a thin uh, idea for a game show but the way they've decided to try and pad it out 
is really abysmal. Okay, how have they padded it out? Well, the the set for the game show is this sort of huge warehouse, sort of uh, not warehouse, sort of huge uh, hardware type shop, the sort of thing from Open All Hours. It's sort right. Of that sort of shop. Or um, Tool Time, uh, in the the show within the show that is. What's that Tim Allen show about tools? Home Improvement. Home Improvement, this yeah. is the one. Oh. I think probably what I should start doing is thinking about what I'm going to say before I say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Might it's even idea. like the not very good early 2000s ITV sitcom Hardware starring Martin Freeman. Uh, <laughs> Never heard Which of is that. available from network distributing. Because <laughs> of, of course, course it is. is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, the set is basically this large sort of hardware shop and mm-hmm. but the what but the way they've tried to pad it out is they've tried to put characters into it <laughs> so it's basically noel is the manager of this hardware shop can and i just ask is is blobby there is he like got like a little apron well i haven't i haven't watched every episode i sort of watched <laughs> one for this because i saw a but blobby wasn't in it blobby wasn't in the one i watched no <sighs> but they've got the the opening titles to Cheap 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 is basically introducing each character in a sort of eighties soap opera right. sort of way. They all come running down the stairs. <laughs> no, no, not quite. It's more the uh, the shots of them at work doing stuff. So you know that have been clearly staged for this. But 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 the whole premise of the show is that it's taking place in a hardware shop, with and you've got staff and they make really really shit jokes, and Noel Edmonds is punting about and mm-hmm. he, th- he thinks it's great you can just sense that he's really enjoying himself and that makes it worse does he ever bring on his sh- his machine that brings people back to life <laughs> oh. <laughs> no he hasn't done that yet but he Ooh, should use shame. it on this format because it is dead absolutely dead. <laughs> maybe it should stay that way though yeah yeah no it definitely hasn't it been don't... commissioned for like 50 episodes oh fucking <laughs> i really hope not but have you been watching the new Crystal Maze? I've not. No, I've not seen any of that. Not bad. Not bad. It's all right. Yeah. The Aztec Zone's a bit small, and they aren't don't play enough games. That's all I've really got to say about that. <laughs> I've still got stuff to say about. Uh, cheap, <laughs> okay, cheap, you cheap. continue with cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they've sort of tried to put a bit of humour in it, and it really is bad. It, it, it. If you haven't seen it, you do need to seek it out because it is. It just because it's unbelievable how poor okay. it is. They've put, they've tried to put these characters into it, but they're just, they're either stereotypical, but then they're badly, too badly acted to be stereotypical. Right. If that makes sense, <laughs> it makes, um, are you being served, to look like Shakespearean theatre, <laughs> and the cast, you know, of are you being served seem like you know Dame Diana Rigg or you know all of these great actors. Actors and actresses. Now there's a remake. There, <laughs> Dame Diana Rigg as Mrs. As Mrs. Slocum. Slocum. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but I mean, if I were the controller of of Channel Four, I I mean I'd be embarrassed anyway. But to just have an hour of every day taken up by this, an hour, and I mean <laughs> Is I it thought on for an hour. Yes. Yeah. Oh my and, god. And you know, what's worse? than sort of canned studio laughter. <laughs> but there's got to be an actual audience. No, no, I'm, I'm, surely. no I'm, I'm asking you, what's worse than canned studio laughter? <laughs> well, uh, war, 
famine. In the context of, of television anything... laughter tracks, what's the one thing worse than canned laughter? When you say canned laughter, do you well, mean actual... On, I'll, like, I'll, give, I... I'll go through the, the different levels. You've got live studio right. audience, yes. which I'm fine with generally. Yeah. You know, it's a bit... It's a bit 90s now, but, you know, it works on things like Seinfeld. So it's fine. So you've got live studio yeah. audience. Beneath that, you've got canned laughter. That's when they yeah. put their own laugh track on it and it doesn't work. What's yeah. beneath that? There's only one thing beneath that. Any ideas? Uh, well, um, well, Scooby-Doo used to have canned laughter. Is it canned laughter on a cartoon? That's yeah. pretty low. Yeah. No, that's... I'd include that under just canned laughter, but I'll, I'll tell okay. you. I'll tell you what it is. Live studio audience laughter when it's only the camera crew laughing. You're you're right. You are. <laughs> that is weird, isn't it? The one show does that. It's not good, is it? No, no. Like they have like loads of contestants. This probably have about fifteen to twenty contestants sitting, you know, oh on the set. God. But that's the only audience. Those twenty people and the camera crew. And so the the only thing worse than canned laughter is the laughter coming from about twenty people, largely <laughs> the camera crew. And it's oh god, it 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 really is this bad. The will to live just drains as as you watch mm. the horrors unfold. I'm gonna have to try it out now. Yeah, you, it's worth watching just for the horrors of it. Cheap, cheap, cheap is set. The set is like a hardware store. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that actually, because yeah. my Lonely Hearts Club story is set in a DIY shop. Really, this is a this lovely way. segue. Go on. I'll just move straight onto it. Right. So, I was in my local DIY shop, which mm-hmm. is called Dave's DIY. I mean, if it, actually, do you know, what? I say it's local, but to be honest, it's about eight fucking miles away. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I needed to go because I wanted to buy a six pack of bulbs and a big bit of wood for this project I'm working on. It's like a sort of art thing. So anyway, I'm heading for the checkout, and I see this staircase. Now, you know me, George. I can't resist a staircase, so I see one. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not even restricted access. It's, like, completely open. Mm. In fact, the thing is, there's a sign. There's even a sign that says, more fun products to do with DIY upstairs. Oh, well, that's an invitation, isn't it, really? That's... Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think, right, well, worth a look, I suppose. And I head upstairs. The thing is, up the stairs, on the walls, there's, like, loads of pictures in frames. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The pictures are of, like, wrenches and screwdrivers and big bits of wood, obviously, because it's, like, a DIY shop. Mm. But there's this, this one picture that's, like, a charcoal drawing, and, like, the others are, like, watercolours. But it's charcoal drawing one. What do you reckon itself? Um, well... Quicker. <laughs> uh, I've, n- I've no idea. Right, well, I'll tell you. It's the face of Lorraine Kelly, except with bigger eyes. Oh, wow. Well, we know how much of a fan of, of Lorraine you are. I do love Lorraine, so instantly I'm I'm hooked. Mm. I keep going upstairs. Yeah. I think that's a bit weird, but never mind. Keep going upstairs till I come to a room absolutely full of taps. Full of taps? Of all kinds. Taps. Kitchen, bath, hose. You name a tap, they've got it. Wire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got written down here. Wait for George to name a type of tap. <laughs> but you jumped in instantly. You jumped in instantly. Didn't even need to wait. Right, anyway. So, anyway, by the mixer taps, you know a mixer tap. Yeah. I see this figure, big head with a hump. 
It's bloody Ryan. So I'm quite surprised to see him, actually, because I didn't think Ryan washed at all, to be honest. He's always smelling like dried sweat and mints. <laughs> so I go over to him and I ask him what he's doing here. What are you doing? I say, what are you doing, Ryan? You never wash your big scumbag. He knows I'm only, he knows I'm only messing with him. Yeah. Anyway, he cries a bit and he says, I'm just looking at the mixer tips. They fascinate me. Why, why do they fascinate you, I say? He says, I can tell different types of water come out the same tap. He's got a point, hasn't he? It's, it's quite amazing that, that you can get hot water and cold water from the same tap. Is it really that amazing? It's pretty amazing. How do they do it, then? Well, I'm I'm no plumber. Don't tell me. If you know, I don't even want to know. Okay. I said to Ryan, I don't know. I'll look into it and see if, I, if I've got the time. All right? Just don't worry yeah. about it. If you could, he says, and he just walks off. Weird. Weird, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I keep saying it's weird, but, you know, this is just my life. Anyway, I browsed, browsed the taps for a bit. Didn't see anything that rare, to be honest. Just your usual kind of taps. Not that interested. But the other side of the room, there was another staircase. Can you believe it, George? Yeah. So I go up them. What do you mean, yeah? Well, it's not impossible for it to have, you know, three stories, is it? It's... I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's quite surprising. Fine, fine, it's surprising. Go on. Thank you. So I go up them. This time there's nothing on the walls, but there is this line of tinsel wrapped around the banister. Mm. That's not particularly relevant to the story, to be honest, but I just <laughs> thought it was interesting. Anyway, at the top, there's like this tiny, tiny attic room, right? It's yep. got one small fucking window, a bed, and a shitter. <laughs> <laughs> no ca- you know, cubicle or anything, just a toilet. With a paper sign above it that says, no solids. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Okay. But guess who's sitting on it? Is it the... Right, you long... don't actually have to guess. Okay. Go on. It's bloody Jimmy Gibbon. Jimmy Gibbon's sitting on there. And just like Ryan was, he's crying his eyes out. Thing is, though, like you expect Ryan to cry because he's a big wimp. Anyway, so he barely ever cries, Jimmy. Yeah. The The only other time, to be honest, I've ever seen him openly weep is when Pat Butcher died. So I go over and I sit next to him on the toilet and I say, You're right, Jimmy. You're sad or something. And he says, We am said, Paul. So he is sad. I was right. Yeah. And he says, I went out on that date with the fit girl from Wilco, but it ended really badly because I couldn't remember what she was called. She walked out of fucking Burger King. <laughs> no, I think that's a bit out of order, don't you, George? I mean, he only forgot her name. What's he supposed to be, the fucking memory man? Mm. Well, Burger King for a first date is also a misstep, I would say. What do you mean? Well, it's... You want a nice Italian restaurant. You don't want... Burger King. Well, you see, we didn't have any Italian restaurants in where I come from. Well, we did have one, but it got burned down. What's the ne- oh, God. What's the nearest sort of big city then? I'm guessing Birmingham. But... Well, Birmingham, yeah. Yeah. Well, could you not just go to Birmingham on there? Then I got to go to Birmingham though. Maybe there's a Jamie's Italian, but I'm it's still better than Burger be King, though, isn't it? I mean, I'm. Well, you not think, well, I don't. Them, but... Well, I'm not going to argue with you about the merits of Burger King for a first okay. date. It, but you didn't go, take this, this girl on this date, so. No, know. I didn't. But I mean, I don't. I don't think that's out of order. Well, I don't anyway, I didn't say out forget, of order. Let's I just it, said let's it was a misstep. It. Doesn't matter. Fine. Fine. Anyway, so I put my arm round him and I tell him it's all right and it'll find another girl and all that shite. Hmm. But he t- he tells me he wants to be alone, so I just get out of there. You know what I mean? I blow yeah. him a kiss and I just leave. Mm-hmm. Good night, Vienna. So I go down the stairs, walk through the tap section, down the other stairs, through the whole shop, because I still want to pay for my stuff, my bulbs, my big bit of wood. 
So I go to the checkout, past the big metal bins and the plungers and that. Anyway, the server is facing away from me. She's got big hair and a nice wide arse. I know. My heart skips, skips, skips a beat. There's a bell on the desk, I ring it, and she turns around. I see the face of Lorraine Kelly, but with slightly bigger eyes looking back at me. Ah. So it's the woman, you see? Yes. So I work it out. She must be Dave's wife. Dave who owns the DIY shop. And my heart sinks, sinks, sinks. A beat. But, but the, you know, then I remember that Dave's like 92. So she's more likely to be his granddaughter, to be honest. Yeah. So we're all right. She smiles at me and it's like, it's half past Brasser. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, yeah. <laughs> Will hello? It's Mr. Fartas from Wilco. Because if you remember, I trumped right in her face last time. Yes. So, so I just sort of nervously smile and I give her one of my coy looks. And that yeah. seems to work because she smiles even wider at me. So I kind of smile back wider still. And then she makes her smile wider. Then obviously I've got to try and match her. So I smile back even wider. Yeah. So now at this point, we're just standing there, sort of smiling at each other. And it's so hard that my cheeks feel like they're going to burst into flames. It's like really wide, these smiles. Yeah. It's, quite, it's horrific, to be honest. I can imagine. So I stop smiling, but like my eyes are still smiling. Mm. Uh, and I say, really gentlemanly, Fair Maiden, what's your name? <laughs> Fair Maiden. And she replies, Damson. <laughs> Damson. And that. Thompson, that's her name. And that is a lovely name, isn't it, George? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Damson. That's her name, it's lovely. I thought it was nice. Mm. So I tell her, Damson, you've got a cracking name. She squeezes her tits with her arms and says, thanks. Well, she's yours. Oh, no, sorry, I did that in my voice. Thanks, what's yours? Now, to be honest, George. <laughs> now, to be honest, George, sorry. Now, to be honest, George... I can't really explain what happened next. My mouth just kind of ran away from, with me. For some reason, I came to the conclusion that my real name was Thick. It was Thick? Like the sort of name a thick person would have. What, Thick? Right? Thick. Like stupid. No, I know what Thick means. I'm just... Well, yeah, but... So, so I said to her, my name is Chester Barnes. <laughs> and she said... That's a lovely name. Fancy going out on a date, Chester. So obviously, but obviously I said, yes, please. Yeah. Uh, so she said, I'll let you up on Facebook, Chester. Now fuck off so I can resume service at the store. <laughs> so, I mean, that sounds blunt. You might think it's blunt, George, but she did stroke my nipple with a name badge when she said it, so I'm not too upset. Yeah. Oh, thinking about it now, George, I should have just looked at a name badge instead of asking her what her name was, shouldn't I? Yes. Anyway, that's not my problem, is it? No. Can you see what my problem is there, George? Well, your problem is that you've told her your your name isn't your real name. I've told name. her my name's Chester Barnes. Yes. And she's going to look for some guy called Chester Barnes on Facebook and not Paul Austin, which is my name. Yeah, that is a problem. What do you reckon I should do about it? I think the best uh, course of action would be to set up a Facebook account under the name Chester Barnes, but with your face. Oh, that's a good idea. Or, the more sane approach, 
would be to have not lied to her in the first place. Yeah, I can't change the, the past, though. No, can but you I, can George? go and tell her I'm, I, I'm sorry. My real name is Paul. I'm I'm not called Chester Barnes. Just own up to to it. Or I could just search for Damson on Facebook. Yeah. Because how many Damsons can there be living where I live? Mm. It's That's a beautiful point. name, though, isn't it, George? No. I might get a tattoo of it, Damson. Yeah, I wouldn't if I were you. Well, you know. Not until thing, you're it? on more solid ground in terms of your no, relationship. You know yeah, I guess you're I think you're right. I suppose yeah. I think you're right. So, yeah, that was my Lonely Hearts Club for this week. Well, it will uh, keep me on the edge of my seat until next week to find out what, presumably, what will happen on your date. We'll have to see, won't we? If she ever finds me on Facebook. If she ever finds you on Facebook, yeah. But you know where to find her in real life, at least. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Right, is that it, then? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so where can I find you on the internet, George? I'm on Twitter, at George Walsh. And I'm on Twitter, at Bumbledoon. That's Bumble, D-O-O-N. And you can uh, email... You can e- you... What were you going to say next? You can e- you do it you do it okay, and you can email us. You, and you can email us. <laughs> <laughs> and you can email us at uh, crosspodcast at gmail dot com. This is a farce. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Oh, Gordon Bennett, I forgot again. Uh, yeah, there's a Twitter now at the Crass Podcast. That's what the Twitter is. Follow us, tweet us, retweet something we've said. You know the drill. Yep. Okay, yeah. Bye. 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 Yep. Yeah.